You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by the MLB.com shop. Well, welcome in again, MLB.com Extras, the Oakland A's edition. I'm Dave Raymond with Jane Lee. And Jane, oh boy, we're inside the final two weeks of the season. And in some ways, maybe it felt like it would never happen. But, um, but here we are, and it seems to me like maybe the, the biggest headline story left for this A's team and A's season is, is whether or not we're going to see you know, Barry Zito and, and Tim Hudson square off in an actual game. Is, is, it really, is, is that it? Is that what we've kind of come down to? Yeah, and it's kind of amazing that this is what we're talking about considering how long we talked about the fact that it was unfortunate you know, that the A's weren't going to bring Zito up. Um, and now that he is here um, and there's you know, it's all this speculation and talk um, – about this potential Tim Hudson versus Barry Zito matchup on Saturday. And um, there's been, I don't think there's been a decision made. Um, definitely hasn't been an announcement as of yet. Um, Hudson will make the final start of his career. We do know that on Saturday. And then it's really up to the A's to decide if um, they want to start Zito in that game. And of course, you know, he's not stretched out to start. That's why he's in the bullpen. But you, know, you figure this time of year, you know, you can you can send out him out for, you know, one inning, two innings, um, maybe a third, depending on, you know, how efficient he is. Um, but I think it, it's something that kind of the, the fans deserve after a pretty tough season. Um, there really hasn't been much, much good of the season. Um, you know, there's been bright spots here and there, but not a whole lot to look forward to. And I think this would be a really cool thing. Um, not just for the fans, but for the game, for, for Zito, um, for Hudson. I mean, I think it would mean a whole heck of a lot to them. I know Zito said, you know, that that would be like, like out of a storybook, um, just because, you know, how, how crazy would it be for, you know, those two, um, you know, of course, part of the big three in Oakland to make, you know, what could be um, their final appearances, at least for Hudson, maybe Zito, who knows, um, you know, back at the Coliseum where it all began for them. And and then there's also talk that Mark Mulder could be there. Um, I think he's, he's definitely going to be there just whether he's going to be um, a part of it too. They're, they're working on uh, maybe having them throw up the first pitch. So that would really add to it. I mean, it's going to be quite a nostalgic reunion at the Coliseum on Saturday. And I mean, whether Zito starts um, or not, you know, we, we don't know, but even if he was to get in the game at some point, you know, when, when Hudson's pitching, I think it would, it would all be pretty cool. So I know that it's, um, you know, I can just tell already fans are really, really excited. This is kind of all they are talking about now. This is all they want to know about. Um, and understandably so it's been kind of pretty, um, tumultuous season. And so for, for this to kind of in this way, you know, this is the A's final, um, homestand and, I think when people looked at the schedule originally and saw um, that the home schedule was ending with interleague play, you know, you kind of shake your head. You're like, what's going on? This, this shouldn't be this way. And now you're thinking, you know what, maybe it was meant to be all along for, for it to work out this way and to have, um, you know, Zeno and Hudson um, somehow miraculously um, perhaps on the mound facing each other. So it should be pretty cool. Well, it really would. It would be, it would be an awesome story and, and at least, something for fans to be excited about in this otherwise somewhat dreadful season. I guess the question though, Jane is who would catch for Oakland? I mean, it, it, the, the, the receiving core right now is a little banged up. Yeah. There's some, there's fun pickings behind the plate right now. I mean, 
this team in general has taken um, a lot of hard hits as far as injuries go, um, you know, particularly with the pitching staff. And now you're seeing, you know, one by one catchers go down. Um, Stephen Boat still isn't catching. Um, he's he's back. He um, finally returned Sunday um, in the DH role, and I think they want to kind of keep him in that role um, before putting him back behind the plate. Although I know he does want to catch again this season. Um, but when that happens, you know, we really don't know. And then Josh Fagley, just kind of an unfortunate, um, you know, accident happening where he was hit with a bat during batting practice in Houston this past weekend. So um, he has a concussion and, you know, he won't be back on the field doing anything until, you know, he's cleared for, for baseball activity. And so we don't know when that's going to happen. Today is really had to reach down into their catching depth, um, Luckily, they already had Carson Blair, um, a September call-up, um, on hand, and they they needed a backup, um, of course. So they also brought in um, Brian Anderson um, on Sunday. So um, two, you know, young catchers. Um, Brian Anderson does have um, some big league experience. He, um, you know, was with the A's for for parts of last year, um, but you know, you never want to see you know, these things happening and it's for a team that's had to deal with so many injuries. Um, you know, this is, this is of course, um, another unfortunate chapter to their season, but, um, you know, it is good to at least see vote back on the field. Um, and, and knowing that, you know, maybe catching isn't too far away from him. So if they can get him back behind the plate, you know, within the next week, um, I think, I think that would be good. Just a peace of mind for everyone involved. You're knowing that, you know, he is okay, and he can enter the offseason, um, you know, fully healthy and all. You know, I'm, I, I hesitate to ask this question, Jane, because it's impossible to get right. Um, but you have to figure that the offseason is going to be full of movement, right? They're going to be uh, there going to be trades. There's going to be signings. There's going to be all sorts of stuff. There always is. Um, and the Billy Bean is is certainly one who is. I mean, you know, it's, it's the job, and I think he loves it. I think he loves tinkering and, and, and trying to make it better. Are there any, any moves in particular that stick out to you, things you think we can anticipate seeing, whether it's certain guys being moved or maybe positions that he's certainly going to have to address? Yeah, I mean, I think it's really hard to say right now. I don't even know that they know, you know, the direction um, they want to, you know, go forth with just because, um, you know, the way the season unfolded, I mean, just so many unforeseen things. And, um, you know, you look at their roster now and it's, it's mostly young. And a lot of these guys, most of these guys are set to return next year. There's very few, um, free agents leaving. Um, you know, there, there are some art eligible guys, um, a lot of which are expected back. Um, so I think they have to take a hard look at what they have. Um, you know, what they want to keep intact and kind of go from there, build around that. Um, it's just, you know, I think even Billy has said very recently, you know, it's still just really too early, um, you know, because they, they are in a position they haven't been in in a while. Um, you know, of course, last offseason was, was crazy with with all the big trades of Donaldson and Moss and, and Marger and Derek Norris, um, of course, after seeing Cespedes go. Um, and, you know, as unexpected as those moves were, I mean, this offseason could be, you know, full of just as many, um, you know, unforeseen 
trades or signings um, and moves. It's just, I, you know, I don't think anyone can say what is going to happen. Um, there's just, there's so many areas that need upgrade. Um, you know, that, that they're of course going to come out with a good starting staff. They always do. Um, you know, that's why I don't think you know, fans are probably, you know, worried that Sonny Gray could be the next to go just because he's a big name and, and hardly do those stay in Oakland. But um, I think the team's pretty adamant that they are not going to trade Sonny. Now, of course, we heard that about Josh Donaldson and um, then saw him get moved. But I think, um, you know, Sonny, at least for one more year, is, is here to stay. And, um, you know, I think they're pretty happy with what they saw from the, the younger guys behind him. The Jesse Hans, Kendall Graveman, Sean Nolan here recently has impressed um, Chris Bassett. And of course, they they have Jared Parker and, and AJ Griffin um, rehabbing still. So I think that's that's one area that you know they're not concerned with. But I mean, elsewhere you could see you could really see anything happen, um, just because there's been so much movement within the infield and outfield, um, you know, in, in a year's time. And and I don't know that you know they're set with with any um, you know one player at at any position. Really, it's kind of just it's a rare thing to see where, you know, you look around and, um, you know, things could, things could really change, um, you know, between now and, and the start of next season. And it really just depends on what approach they want to take. You know, if they're serious about taking a step back and maybe looking toward, um, you know, a, a longer term plan and, and building for the future and collecting, you know, more young talent or, you know, are they going to proceed with how they normally do in, in that, you know, they expect to contend every single year. They're not going to throw away a season just to um, just to rebuild. Um, that's kind of always been their MO. Um, you know, Billy and, and his staff, they're just, they're highly competitive by nature. And I'm sure you can say about, that about every GM in the game. But, um, you know, a lot of GMs do. They take that step back and, and they realize and recognize that what's best for their club is, is maybe going through a few years of growing pains, um, you know, kind of like what the Houston Astros did. And, um, you know, I don't, I don't know that the A's have it in them to do that just because, you know, they, they do expect to contend every year, but, um, you know, until we know which direction, it's just, it's so hard to say, you know, anything or, um, you know, forecast anything, um, what they're going to be doing this off season. Yeah, no, well, fair enough. I, I think it'd be a tough question, but, you're keeping Sonny Gray. I like that, and I think fans will like that as well. All right, Jane, finish strong. Your last homestand and then one final roadie. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll see what you've got to say uh, next week as we begin to put a cap on this thing. All right. Talk to you then. Okay. There she goes, Jane Lee, MLB.com Extras, the Oakland A's edition. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go. Every night, on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.